Hi, thank you for joining me. This is 11.59 and today, in this episode, we're going to be looking at how to stop losing serious money. How to stop losing money if you've been losing money as a coach, as a trainer, and you, maybe you're even losing money but you don't know. By the end of today's session, you're going to know that you've actually been losing money and uh, that is because you're making some mistakes about five major mistakes that i've seen uh, african third leaders african speakers and trainers make so today we look at those five mistakes and i'll try as much as i can to correct them and hopefully you will take them very seriously these are mistakes that are costing you money all right the first one is the problem of the poor or the mistake with your positioning what i call poor positioning now you've heard me talk a lot about positioning but there are three key elements about positioning that i really want you to pay attention to okay there are three major keys to positioning number one is your description of yourself and your message how do you describe yourself you see, there's a way you describe yourself. Someone will know that you don't even worth a penny. You don't even worth their money. Right? I see a lot of people online. They say, I'm a, I'm a marketing guru. You're a marketing guru. So, you know, being a marketing guru does not... is not one of the key words that makes people to bring out their money and pay anybody. Right? Uh, it's more like it comes off more as a brag than actually something that will make me want to give you money so that's why most of us we focus more on what we can help people to do so we say i can i help people to i help people to i help people to because at the end of the day people will pay you for the help that you you can possibly give to them not for your title so think of your description go back to your books go back to your social media profile Go back to everywhere that you've put yourself and think about how you have described yourself. Did you describe yourself as someone who is worth paying? Do you describe yourself as someone who deserves a premium pay? That is one. Second place that we have issues with our positioning is our online presence. I have seen speakers, trainers, coaches, consultants that their websites are looking like what I don't know. Like seriously, it's very appalling. I don't know if they are using their own websites to do Riaza or something like that, but I feel like you're shooting yourself in the leg. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to spend a whole lot of money to do it, but you need something that is simple and attractive. Because, because, let me tell you this, a lot of people, a lot of people will judge you by your website, right? A lot of people, once they hear about you, the first thing they want to do is they want to check you up online. There are two major ways they can take you up online. They can either go to your social media handle and or they will go to your website. Now, when they come to your website and it's looking like you're not a serious person, many of them, majority of them will believe that maybe you don't even know what you're doing because of how terrible your website looks. Now, I know many of you must have heard of people who survived or succeeded without having good websites. That's okay. That is if you are willing to put in more work right and give yourself more time so over time your results will speak for itself but if you're a beginner and you want to get it right it's important that some other elements are put into consideration 
so that you don't frustrate yourself by the end of the day get yourself a clean nice neat and straightforward website and then the third thing i want to say is your targets you cannot be targeting students and you're hoping to be making six figures per person maybe you can make six figures by number but not per person you cannot be targeting undergraduates and you're hoping to make six figures per person at least not in nigeria okay so you have to be you have to think of what is my goal if my goal for instance as a relationship coach my goal is to be able to charge say 250,000 per client then you can't be targeting students who are staying in school who are looking for money to eat no you probably be looking for maybe entrepreneurs business executives you know highly successful athletes people that have the money and are willing to pay I'm not saying that everybody must target these people. What I'm saying is you have to be clear on who you are positioning yourself for. If you're positioning yourself for students, you have to know that that in its own has its own limitations and of course its own benefits too. Right? If you're positioning yourself as somebody who has global relevance for instance somebody who wants to go global somebody who does not just have an appeal for your country it has to show in every of your profile it has to show in the way your name is you can't be answering a very funny and strange name that nobody can pronounce and then you are you are, you are hoping that every other people from other countries can relate with you doesn't mean there is anything wrong with your local name but it means you have to provide people with a name that they can easily remember and pronounce it with look at somebody like dan Locke, for instance his real name is not even Locke, right because his real name he said nobody can pronounce it i think he's a chinese and then he had to get a name that people can easily pronounce because nobody has the energy to start saying i i heard from, from one man and you want to make recommendation for the man but you can't even remember the man's name so think about this your positioning is very important friend your positioning is very important think of your description think of the market you are targeting i'm not saying you must target business people but i'm saying you have to be conscious of who make sure that you're attracting the caliber and the quality of people that you want these are the kind of people you want to work with whether by their category by their gender or by their attitude you know, some of us are att- attracting callous people free people when actually the kind of people you want to be working with are people who can afford you and then there are some of us that want to attract people that people that we just that are just passionate people that love what we are doing and they are willing to commit in terms of attitude even if they don't have the money if that is your target then it's okay put up your description work on your website work on your messaging make sure that these kind of people when they read your content they are attracted to you they feel like you are, you are they are the person that you're talking to the second problem i've seen with many of us that is costing us our money is our poor enrollment system many of us don't know how to enroll clients so let's say you've advertised on facebook or on whatsapp or on twitter and then somebody comes and say hi my name is so-and-so person from so-and-so place i want to know more about your program that is the point of enrollment that is where many of us actually lost it that is where many of us can no longer convert the customer the prospect into a customer what i did was and I might even share some of my self scripts with you. What I did was I had a self script that I follow so that once somebody starts me up, there are key questions that I ask them. Okay, so let me just share some of them briefly with you. Number one, I ask for your name. Number two, I ask for your location. Why? Because I am based in Lagos. 
if you tell me that you are in Enugu, I know that I have just a limited option for you. The first option, go to our branch in Orca and take our course. Second option, take our online course. I don't want to waste my energy thinking this is somebody that is coming for a private class and then at the end of the day, we now realize he's in Enugu and I'm in Lagos and I can't really run the training. So what I do is the first time you chat up with me, I'm like, good afternoon, please may I know your name and your location because that will determine a lot of things. Trust me, no matter the industry where you are, knowing people's name and location can go a long way, giving you an idea on how to have, on how to further the discussion, right? The second thing I do after that is to also ask them, assuming all things are ready, assuming I'm the right person, I have all the content and I have all the things that you need. When would you be ready to start the class? When would you want to start the program? Because I do train, I don't know what you do, but you have to find a way around it. Now, why I ask that question is because I want to know if they are ready to take the course now or they're just coming for inquiries. You see, when you know that somebody is just coming for inquiries, it changes the kind of conversation you have with them because you know they are for the future sale. And you don't rush into giving them bonuses before you give somebody bonus in January and they're coming back in December to ask for it, right? So what I do is when I ask that question, they tell me, okay, you know what? I'm just here to make inquiries. I know, okay, so I have to, I have to tell them as much as they need and then hope that they might change their mind to take it anytime sooner or keep some things for when they come back, especially when it comes to how much are you going to charge? Because I'm a service provider. Just because I'm charging 60,000 now does not mean I might not want to charge more in the next one week or in the next one month. A lot of things might have gone up. A lot of things might have changed. All right? So it's important to get your enrollment very clear. Get clear on the questions you ask clients. Now, after I ask that, I move into their problems. What are the challenges that you're having that you would really want me to solve for you? It's very important to know exactly what the clients are going through. Right? And then I ask questions like, what are the goals? What are the things you, you want to accomplish at the end of our coaching session? So depending on your own industry, again, you might find a way around some of these questions and use them. The essence is to get the customer or the client or the prospect to feel like you are more interested in helping them than any other thing. And then we can discuss the price once I understand the level of work that is involved and when and how serious you are about solving the problem. Sometimes there's a way a client will be very passionate, you give them discount, you give them very huge discount because you, you want to work with them. You've seen that they are very, very interested. And then there are people that just come, you know that this one is just here to make inquiries. And then you just tell them the regular things you tell every person and hope that they take it or they leave it, right? So. Do something about your enrollment system because that is where a lot of us lose customers. When people call us and say, hey, I want to make inquiries about your program, that is a chance for you to convert them into paying clients. The third thing is poor marketing. No matter how good you are, if nobody knows about you, nobody is going to buy your product or your service. No matter how good you are, if nobody knows how good you are, they are not going to invite you, they are not going to hire you. Therefore, investing money in marketing is very important. When I got to Lagos, the first few months of my consulting and coaching programs, I got you know a lot of clients that were paying me to coach them. I spent this might you know sound somehow, but actually I spent sometimes more than seventy percent of the money on marketing. Right? I keep pushing. It took me a while to actually figure some things out, and I'm not saying I've really figured it all out. You know, I felt like I put in more money than what I'm getting back 
if I'm to compare it because I'm still experimenting. Right? I'm trying to understand which marketing works best for this package, which marketing works best for this program. And that can really take time and money, you know, experimenting, trying to figure it out. But the point I'm trying to make is I am better off marketing than not marketing because with marketing, you are drawing a lot of attention. You are getting people to pay attention to you and you are getting people to respond to you. Now, you don't have to. You must not necessarily put money into marketing. There are other forms of marketing you can start with at least until your business kicks off to a level. Alright? And some of those marketing is content marketing. Start writing articles and blogs. Start creating videos for Insta blog, for Instagram, sorry. Start creating videos for Instagram. Start creating videos for YouTube. Start putting yourself out there with small content, with valuable pieces of content. You don't have to produce very big or very gigantic stuff. No, just get out there and help someone. Let people know that this is what you do. Let them whisper it. Let them say, ah, that girl, that's what she does on Instagram. She always talks about this. Oh, that man, that's what he does on Instagram. He always talks about this. Let them know because if they don't know, when they'll be looking for that, for someone that can solve that problem, they will go to others. They will go to your competitors. They will not come to you because they do not know. If you're not marketing, you're losing money, a lot of money. The fourth thing I want to say is the fourth problem that I've seen, the fourth mistake that actually is costing you money is this mistake of single offers. Many of us, the only package you have is just one package. You're a consultant, you have one package. You're a speaker, you have one package. You have just one offer, one thing that people can buy from you. It's not good. It's costing you money. You see, we've been having this argument of should I have premium programs that I charge say 100,000 and above or should I have smaller programs of 50,000 or should I have you know, smaller, smaller programs of say 25,000, uh, 2,000 and those questions like that. My answer is have all the programs, have programs of very small programs. In fact, have free programs that you give to people so that they can experience you and you can help them at the level where you are. Then have programs that are very affordable, say 1,000 to 5,000, that people can come, especially a public program, that people can come and experience you, right? And then have a medium kind of program, a program of maybe 50 to 100,000, that anybody that you know has started seeing money can actually enroll and experience you. Then you can now have your premium, bigger, mega, programs the reason is because what you will notice is that each of these programs will train you and will teach you how to sell better by the time you sell smaller programs you sell bigger packages you sell bigger bigger packages you're going to see some things you're going to notice some things that might actually shock you for instance you might notice that you find it hard to sell smaller programs but you actually sell more of bigger programs trust me it happens to some people right it happens to some people and then you might also notice that some clients might come for smaller programs they were attracted by smaller programs but by the time they come and they see the value that you have to offer for the bigger programs they go for the bigger programs but this is where it it actually gets more interesting when you put out the bigger program and clients come maybe they are interested it's very likely that some of them will fall for the medium program Right? They are attracted by the value of the big program, but because they cannot afford it, they fall for the smaller program. Some of them, because they want to know you first, they want to experience you first, they fall for the smaller program, which is a good thing for you because it means more sales for you. 
and they might just even climb up to the bigger program after a while either way have at least three offers that you make to clients and customers of course at different times i'm not saying you should put the entire offer in one sales page at different times have three things that you offer people don't let this thing happen to you you're just starting you're already doing fine you had the opportunity to stand in front of a crowd of people and there is somebody there that would have paid you that 500k or that 300k but you do you don't just have an offer of that level and so they keep on buying your 5,000 offers when there are people in that office or in that particular con congregation that could have afforded your bigger program my point is be prepared for your opportunity be prepared for the bigger ones be prepared for the medium ones and of course have the smaller ones in place to help as many as many people as you can the last point i want to make the last mistake that i've seen people make that is actually costing them money is lack of leveraged assets leveraged assets are assets that you create once and you sell over and over again such assets are pdfs soft copies of your books you should have soft copies of your books the reason is because you don't want to continue repeating yourself every day at some point you need to create something that some people can use to start so somebody says mentor me but maybe you do not have the time to mentor them you can say why don't you have my book you can send it to them for free or ask them to buy your book it's a starting point and it's a good thing it's a better way to duplicate yourself so that you can be in different parts of the world in different places helping different people at different times without exhausting yourself there's a limit to what you can do as a person a very big limit to what you can do so create membership programs create books soft copy books create online courses that allows you to create them once and sell them multiple times as many times as you want people who do not have or who do who lack leverage assets actually are shooting themselves in the foot because what that means is you have to constant you have to consistently you have to continue doing one thing over and over again you have to keep on repeating yourself over and over again so at some point you need to produce something that people can have of you without you really having to be there all the time for them i don't know if it did make sense to you but that is all that i want to talk about today about the five mistakes that is costing you your money as a trainer speaker consultant number one is your poor positioning number two is your poor enrollment number three is your poor marketing number four is your lack of three offers right and number five is your lack of leveraged assets if you have questions with regard to what i've just said you can ask questions in the community and i'll be there to answer you thank you so much for joining me my name is steven michael bye for now